Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Today's fresh episode, Metric 2.0. We talk a little bit about your measure And then we begin to branch out and talk about the multi-dimensional aspects of your measure and what that may require. And uh, we want to stay with him in this. Don't live only according to your limits, my friends, because everything human has limits. We want to step into the massive, expansive, big, wide-open life of Christ himself that is now in us, and we will live according to his measure. So... He's put his measure within you. He'll discover it with you. Stay with him. Love you all. All right, here we go. Let's jump right in. Metric 2.0. In previous episodes, uh, I mentioned things from uh, chapter 2 of the Green Letters. Yesterday, we looked at God is... Uh, the father. The father is looking to enlarge his sons, their capacity for him and their capacity to possess the full measure that he's put within them. You have to grow into the measure. It's already there, my friends. You can't kiss up for it. You can't perform for it. That's why if you try to perform for people that are given for your life, And they know this way of the cross, this way of life. They understand that God has already written a word over you. They know that God has put a deposit in them for you. You have favor with them that comes from the Father. That's why they're looking at you like, why are you dancing a jig in front of me like that? Why are you trying to work me, manipulate me? Why are you trying to get something from me by your own means When God's already put something in me for you, just like he's already put something in you that he is going to bring to maturity. Sure, he'll, he'll use leaders and mentors and pastors and friends and family and everybody, everybody that he can, uh, to, uh, be a part of whether it seems to be on the negative or the positive that he will, Uh, Use them to stir you, build you, provoke you, agitate you, irritate you. Whatever aspect of the growth process necessary, he'll do it. Because it's of him, from him, for him. And so that's why oftentimes you'll go through seasons of agitation and frustration because you think you're going to get something from God or from people by you performing, by you impressing someone, by you serving someone. And this is where we we begin to realize as we go through those times of frustration or we just can't seem to find the right lever to pull to get the food to come, right? That's because you're not Pavlov's dogs, my friends. You're God's sons. And he has a way. He brings you into your measure. And you may have had prophetic words that said you're going to nations. You're going to do this and that. Well, that's great. But my friends, then you go through the maturing into your measure. 
maturing into who he's already determined you to be. God is building a certain kind of person and only his love and life within you can uh, produce. Ours is to learn to remain with him, stay with him, abide so that he can mature you, that you don't run off and whore yourself somewhere else to get love. You finally stay with him and you say, Father, I'm going to let you love me. Uh, and your love will mature me. I'm going to let you train me. You speak to me. I'm going to let you rule me. Mm, There is no ruler like the Lord. (laughs) When he rules over you by Holy Spirit, mm, to be under the government of Holy Spirit, my friends, what an amazing, amazing way to live. And that his government upon his shoulders is ever-increasing. Uh, it's like I'm, I'm trying to draw, I think it's 2 Corinthians 13, 5 in the Amplified Classic that says, Are you not having an ever-increasing experience that Christ is in you? Is it ever-increasing? See, there's growth that is coming. And today I wanted to talk to you. Um, I spoke in the previous episode about uh, the metric, the measure, but there's also the multi-dimensional aspects and components um, of that measure. And each of us may, you know, be realizing in our own ways um, the, the multi-dimensions of that measure. It's not just about multitasking. It's about beginning to understand the multi-dimensional maturity that comes is I, I am called to do more than one thing at a time, or this particular assignment requires many skill sets. Maybe like me, some of you are realizing that it seems like every job you've ever had in your whole entire life, you look back and you realize, Hmm, that particular job, which I might not have enjoyed or didn't feel I was that great at that in it, there were certain skills being developed inside of me. And even though I didn't see how at the time that could have anything to do with every prophetic word I've had, I look back and realize that simply in the carrying out of those tasks and being around those people developed certain things within me. Skill sets I didn't know I had that pressed me to have to learn things. I'm like, I'm not good at this, right? But maybe what God was doing was like, look, lift up your head. Uh, Look, I'm showing you that my life inside of you can do far more than what you are naturally, quote, good at. Too many times we hold all our natural abilities in such high esteem, my friends. We are living in the ability of God, the grace of God he has put within us. The grace of God is not a cheap covering for your sin and stupidity. The grace of God is the actual ability of God within you, new man, for you to live as who you are and to accomplish whatever it is that he's ultimately getting you ready for and that the grace of God is within us. And even everything that God himself has put within us, every ability, every gifting, all have to be touched by the cross and broken of their natural powers in the sense of them being carried out in our natural strength. Because otherwise, they will take off like a horse out of the stall, 
and carry you places you don't have any maturity or character or integrity to handle. Even our giftings, the person must be broken of their dependency upon self, and the giftings must be broken of uh, their dependency upon natural uh, powers, natural energy, um, because otherwise they won't wait on the Father. They won't stay with the Father. They, they won't abide. They'll run off and try to accomplish out of his timing uh, or maybe with the wrong people, right? And so this aspect of your measure and the multidimensional maturing of, of things within you that he has put within you for his purposes. And so this is where I want to encourage you again today. Let him enlarge you, right? Isaiah 54 in the Message Bible says, Sing, barren woman who has never had a baby. Fill the air with song, you who've never experienced childbirth. You're ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. God says so. And I just want to say to you that the very first place that God is enlarging inside of you, O barren one, you who have finally realized you can do nothing apart from him, you were never meant to. You're not the producer, if you will. He's the producer, and he produces in you. And therefore, <laughs> you look and become a producer because of your abiding with him. But those who abide are only those who have finally realized I was never meant to do anything separate from him. So coming into your barrenness, I am barren of power. I am I am barren of wisdom. I, because Christ is your wisdom. Holy Spirit is your power. Everything they are, they share with you. So they are the source of it. So one of the first things that a, a producer has to learn is that they can't produce anything. And they were never meant to. Oh, this is so very necessary. And then you will find that you will gladly depend upon him. You will stay with him. He's the vine, you're the branch, and you will delight in your dependency upon him because he certainly delights in you being dependent upon him because that's how all mankind was meant to live. That's not just for ministry or for a platform or for preaching. That's for living, period. How will I know how to think, live, uh, talk, speak, everything? Is he will raise you. So the first place he's enlarging, my friends, is your secret place with him. And then he goes beyond that, and he begins to uh, enlarge you within. You grow and mature. And the sooner we realize that, because Isaiah 54 goes on to say, clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large, spread out. Think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. You're going to take over whole nations. You're going to resettle abandoned cities. Don't be afraid. Now, see, here's what comes to limit you in the growth necessary to hit your measure and to have developed your multidimensional uh, skills and abilities and all of that. Here's what comes 
to take it all down. He says, don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. You'll forget all about the humiliations of your youth and the indignities of being a widow will fade from memory for your maker is your bridegroom. His name, God of the angel armies, your Redeemer is the Holy of Israel, known as God of the whole earth. You were like an abandoned wife, devastated with grief, and God welcomed you back like a woman married young and then left, says your God. So if you look on those three things, the embarrassments of your youth, coming up short, and the humiliations of your youth, See, the things earlier in life, my friends, oh, trust me, they come back to fight against your measure, metric, your multidimensional aspects, because God says, listen, I'm about to stretch you out. We're getting ready to, to really do this, and we have to let him be the one who does it. So some ask me sometimes, what do you mean? What are multi-dimensions? Well, I can only name just a few, especially when I am on, you know, that hunt for real true leaders that I know are a part of my assignment. I'm not saying this is the all-inclusive. I'm not saying that every leader is going to look like what I'm about to mention or every producer. But under the tent of God's presence, that's why this is called Tent Talk. These are conversations under the big tent of God's presence uh, and the provoking process of real true discipleship that's about to mature sons in oneness with the Father that they can go out and do mighty exploits. Oh, this tent is far more than I can describe here, but what are some of the multi-dimensions that I look for is hospitality. They love being a doorkeeper in the house of God. They love making a way for other people. It doesn't just mean they like to have people at their house, but that certainly could be one of them. Someone might love to be, uh, you know, have people over and love to pour into people and to be able to hear what is happening in their lives and encourage them. And so, but hospitality, my friends, God is the greatest um, one of hospitality. So you're sharing in aspects of his nature. And uh, he loves to bring us into his house. He makes a way for us. Uh, And so this hospitality can come on different metrics, different measures, different uh, ways of showing up. But there are going to be massive apostolic hubs that the people who have oversight of them, and that's another one of the aspects I watch for, they're going to love, love to host the people of God in the house of God. You see, they don't think that they're welcoming God into their house. They understand this is his house and his family, and he has brought us in. And so hospitality, administration, executive uh, that loves to build and to oversee and to reproduce and to be able to speak with people one-on-one and lead them into Uh, life and discipleship and teaching and not just line upon line teaching not teaching like who you may watch on tv or look at my friends I'm I wouldn't say I'm a very dignified teacher 
but I do want to pass on truth and I want to pass on that which God has given me and and to to open people up to new depths of him and his truth and and when you begin to see these multi dimensions and I'm willing to put up with and to live in the ordinary of every day and and you know make sure that you know there are bottles of water in the room and that is there music and and worship and uh, do we have the materials that we need and do do people have a cup of coffee and a cappuccino right I care about all these things on the smallest to the grandest scale. And that's a part of being multidimensional. You want to make a way for people. You're watching. You're willing to be inconvenienced because really within that seeming inconvenience is a move of God. A move of God because my friends, God is on the move. We are in holy shift. Um, I think it's perpetual from now on. We must understand we're in the holy shift because we've got to stay with him. We don't stop at our points of satisfaction. It's his satisfaction. And a person who's, uh, to use kind of a term in English that some of you might understand, that they've gone from the mail room to the boardroom, right, is because they, they began being willing to do what some would consider the least of things. But that's why when they get to being someone who oversees a work, they value every single aspect it takes, whether it's fixing the coffee pot or standing behind the pulpit or opening the door or getting the materials, whatever it is, they have a true value for every single person, every single metric, every single aspect. Why? Because they themselves have come through that way. And so they know that though someone today might be fixing the coffee, they could be the overseer of the whole thing in the future. They value all dimensions. So in this metric 2.0, I pray that this has encouraged you and opens you up to understand, my friends, you best clear a lot of ground for your tents. Make your tents large, spread out, think big, use plenty of rope, drive the tent pegs deep. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. You're going to take over whole nations, resettle abandoned cities. So listen here, don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. You'll forget all about the humiliations of your youth and the indignities, right? You know why? Because your maker is your bridegroom, and he's God, your father, Holy Spirit, your partner and power, everything. They are everything to you. Therefore, when you have a temporary embarrassment, my friends, don't worry. You're not going to live as one who is embarrassed, because the key of being embarrassed is that it means it hinders movement. Hmm? So he's saying, you're not going to be hindered in your movement, living in shame. Even though there are temporary times where you're like, mm, I could have gone my whole life without that happening. But let's get up and move on. We, we're with God, right? There is so much in all of that, but that's enough for today. I want you to be encouraged. God's put a metric within you, and he's put a multidimensional um way of living within you. And if you let him mature you, you're not going to have to start shrinking back. 
You're not going to have to do less and less because you reached your limit. Oh, we're all going to reach our limit and it's going to snap and break so that we can go into the measure, the metric that he has put within us. And we're going to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. He's going to show us how to do that. Don't cut yourself off. Don't shrink back, my friends. Don't live in the fear of embarrassment and coming up short. Don't live according to what only you can do. Live according to Him. I love you all. We will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.